Hello everybody, my name is Mark Kumar and once again I'm here with another one of my dear friends who's going to help you or your entrepreneur, small business owner take your business to the next level. Uh, just a little bit about myself. My name is Mark Kumar. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur. I bring another expert every single time on this episode to help you take your business to the next level. So today we have my dear friend Mandy who's going to help you take your business to the next level. So Mandy, take, yourself, take a minute to introduce yourself to my audience. Awesome. Thank you, Mark, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, my name is Mandy Moon. I'm a brand marketing consultant. So I work with sales teams, professional small business owners, and entrepreneurs, anybody who wants to do a better job of telling their story online in order to grow business. So my background is in mortgage banking of all things. And I never thought that I would be an entrepreneur ever, ever, ever. I thought that Owning a business and being a business owner was just for fancy people <laughs> or for people who, you know, were born into business. And so I am so excited to share all of the secrets that I've learned from being, a, 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 I'm telling you, ground up, nothing, knowing nothing type of entrepreneur to having a multi-million dollar online sales force. Oh, that is exciting. I'm super excited. Right? I know people who are going to be listening to it, they're excited too. Yeah. So, so tell me how you got started with this whole entrepreneurial life. Yeah. So again, my my background is in mortgage banking. So I started my first ever experience in the business world was when I was, you know, working the grind, my eight to five, which ended up being, you know, eight to eight or every weekend working all like all the time. And I was just feeling it in my mind and my body. And I just came one day and I was like, you know, I really want something more to my life. I want my life to mean more than just going to work and paying the bills and that's it. And there were some other ladies in the mortgage department that I worked with who were selling some products online. And I honestly just wanted to be their friend. <laughs> that's the only reason why I, you know, start was interested. I just wanted to be friends with them. I had no interest in actually starting a business, but I ended up joining their business and uh, we just did everything online only. I didn't want anybody in my real life to know that I was selling stuff online. Right. Uh, but but we learned so much about brand marketing, branding yourself, social media marketing, um, that we were able to scale and grow super quickly. Uh, we sold $5 million of products, our Salesforce $5 million in three years with a theory that I call the collaboration economy, which is super top secret. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. So tell me about the super top secret strategy. <laughs> yeah. No, basically the collaboration economy, the, uh, the, the basis, the premise of it is building energy and hype around people with a common goal supporting each other. So, it, you know, a lot of times when people sell the same product, whether it be a cosmetic, whether it be like in auto sales, like a car or selling real estate or mortgage, anything that's a vanilla product, there's a lot of times a culture of competition and a culture of, you know, of who who gets a sale first or or whatever the collaboration economy is an idea that if we come together and join forces together and hype each other up and have a mindset of abundance we can sell more make the pie bigger hype each other up grow each other's business instead of feeling like we're competition or fighting against each other that sounds very interesting yeah. it sounds like a, like a 
almost similar to, if correct me if I'm wrong, it's like almost like affiliate marketing kind of sin, similar affiliate yeah. or something? Yeah, kind of. Affiliate marketing is, is, I think, slightly different as if you're an affiliate, right? You get a percentage based off of the sale. This is more about hype and energy, like literally creating energy out of nothing, right? Coming together and creating more energy together than you would each have individually on your own. And so each of you grow business and each of you sell more product without ever having to feel like you're competing for clients. And yeah, so that's ba that's the basics, basics of the secret. That's all I'm going to tell you, Mark. So <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Keep all your secrets, you know, that's yeah. more than enough. So that's cool. I, I absolutely, absolutely love your energy. It's like, you know, uh, somebody I could just literally go on a Friday night, hang out with them. We just yeah. have a great time. I love this energy. So yeah. that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about like when you first started your mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey, mm -hmm. what were some of the two things that you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this. And you absolutely hated it. Do yeah, you know? there's so there's so much. So I think when I started, the type of business that I started was like a product and they had kind of the organization kind of set, right? And all I had to do was hype and sell, hype and sell. And that was it. When I went into business for myself, I realized like, oh my gosh, I need to make a plan. I can't just be creative and create all this content and be on social media and do all of this stuff. Because if you're spending all of your energy, if you're creative like me, you spend all of your energy creating content. Um, and sometimes you feel like you're just spinning in circles and you're creating all the stuff and doing all this work, but you don't know if, it, if it's moving the needle. So the one thing that I learned was that I have to have a strategic plan. I have to have a plan for the end goal for my business, for my sales funnel, for where I need to actually bring my consumers through social media. I was used to just throwing products online and hyping things up and, you know, like whatever kind of thing. But it's like when you go into business for yourself, you really have to have a plan. <laughs> you have to yes. find somebody who can, at least for me, I had to find a, a mentor or a coach that could kind of rein me in and keep me focused and say, okay, Mandy, that doesn't follow the plan, even though that shiny little opportunity is cool, you know, focus. <laughs> that was probably the number one thing that I've learned for sure. And I think most people who are listening to who are, or who are starting out an entrepreneur journey or who has been here, they could definitely agree with you. This Johnny Object Syndrome, as everybody mm -hmm. knows, we're like, hey, I got this new cool thing here. Then two minutes later, I got this new cool thing here. And by the end of the day, you got nothing done. Exactly. So it's like a really time wasting thing, whatever. So if you are listening to this, try to avoid as many shiny objects as you possibly can, because throughout your journey, there's going to be a lot. I know I have mm -hmm. seen a lot. I'm sure you have seen a lot and everybody's going to go through it. They're going to see a lot. So what is your strategy for avoiding some of the shiny object syndrome? Mm -hmm. My number one strategy would 100% have to be mentorship. I would say mentorship is the most important thing that I have come across in my journey. And I remember you guys, I'm a reader. So I have some of these books behind me, High Performance Habits, Brendan Bouchard, Brene Brown, um, Simon Sinek. These are some of the people that I like to read and learn from. And every single one of these people say things like mentorship is important. You need to have mentorship. And so when I first started out in my business journey, I went looking for a mentor, right? I feel like that little bird that was like, are you mine? Will you be my mentor? <laughs> you know, 
asking all of these people to help me. But you know, what I learned is that you cannot find a mentor that way. Good mentors aren't out there looking for people to mentor. They're out there living their life, right? Good mentors are out there doing the thing, building the business. And you don't have to have a designated mentor to um, have a relationship with somebody that can help you. All you have to do is find somebody who's just a step ahead of you in the direction that you want to be in. Listen, learn, tell them how valuable their their advice has been. And uh, yeah, so as far as staying on track, having the mentorship, having somebody who knows your goals, who has your best interests in mind, and is going to be able to steer you on the path that you created for yourself is has at least for me been the number one way to stay on track because I could so easily be distracted. It's hard to decipher what is a good opportunity and what is a distraction, right? Unless you have a plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that's a great thing. A mentor will definitely help you get in the right step and tell you what steps you need to take, first of all, second of all, and clear some of the things or the roadblocks that you may or may not have even realized you're gonna face. And that that right there is definitely worth the investment itself because there's so many different things that you will start to face when mm-hmm. you go through this journey. So uh, speaking of roadblocks, are there any major roadblocks that you felt like they were like a worth the mentorship that you could share? Yeah, there are so many, there are so many things that I don't even know that I don't know, right? That's, that's what the the best part about having a mentor, just like you said, is they're able to kind of tell you what's ahead, what could happen. And some of the things that I've experienced is, I mean, especially even just with right now, the times that we're in with COVID, I, I would work towards momentum for something and that, you know, COVID hit, and then I'd have to pivot and I'd have to figure something else out. Having those mentors who know kind of your game plan or what your strengths are um, have helped me kind of navigate that pivot or even encourage me or inspire me to do that when I'm not feeling like it. But yeah, I'm, I can't even tell you how many roadblocks I face. But I think the number one quality that I have and that entrepreneurs that make it have is that even when you face a roadblock, it doesn't even phase you. You just expect the roadblock, right? You expect the things to happen and you just try something else. You just gather up your energy and say, okay, what did I learn that didn't work? Let's move on. You just keep going and keep going and keep going. And that's what they say, right? The difference between people who succeed and people who don't, like the people that succeed just fail, 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 fail until they make it. They just don't stop, right? That's that's what it is. It's like not what you would think you can do, but the massive action that you take on your ideas or towards your idea, those are the only ones that actually succeed and then keep on doing it, doing it five years later. Oh, you finally succeeded. And then people are like, oh my God, he got so lucky or she got right. so lucky. Like, Overnight yeah. success, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, mm, yeah, what about the last five, 10 years that I've been really bursting my butt? Right. And what happened to that? All the failure, but no one sees that. But, you know, you everybody goes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I, I see that you have a collections of books yeah. the mm-hmm. behind you. And what are two of your favorite ones that you like? Oh my God, if you could recommend two. 
Yes, absolutely. This this one right here, High Performance Habits, has probably been the number one book that has changed my thought process as far as um, habits, what I do in the morning, and your reflection at night. The nightly reflection and keeping your goals front of mind um, it makes you go through a process of reflecting how well you did in all all of the high performance areas, habit, uh, habits, clarity, energy productivity, all this stuff. It makes, it forces you to reflect that within yourself. And I think doing that daily reflection has been instrumental in my growth as an entrepreneur and probably as a human being, I would say, so as a productive member of society. So high performance habits for sure, I would say is my number, number one. And um, it's so hard to pick a number two. I would say anything by Brene Brown. Are you familiar with Brene Brown by chance? I have not heard that name before. Oh. I have read. I mean, I have read a lot. I have uh, listened to a lot, and I watched yeah. a lot of videos. And I went to workshop, but I have not heard that name yet. I'm glad to be the person to tell you about her because she's okay. excellent. She is a researcher, and when people find out what she researches, it's kind of weird. She researches the idea of shame and vulnerability and when you're a high achiever if you're somebody who considers yourself a high achiever a high performer the idea of like shame is so way out of anything we're even thinking about you're like i just am thinking about productivity i'm thinking about achieving i'm thinking about all of these things her work has really helped me um take down some mental roadblocks that I didn't even know that I had self-limiting beliefs that I didn't even realize that I have. I come off as it, just, just like a lot of high performers, a lot of high achievers, a lot of extroverts, right? Come off as extremely confident and really take charge and able to do things. And I think of myself that way, but your internal dialogue and the way that you think about your actions, your step, your future, there is a lot that goes into that process that you're, that you may be blocking out for yourself. You're holding yourself back in different ways. And her work, so this one, this book right here, oh, backwards, this book right here is called Rising Strong. So this is like how to get up after you're in the arena, you're trying to build something and you fail. Like what does it look like to rise strong and to try again? Um, yeah, this has really helped me kind of break those barriers and move further in my business. So I would say anything by her. She's got another book called Daring Greatly. Really good. Good stuff. Awesome. That's awesome. So speaking of your, you know, roadblocks or your mental mental roadblocks, a what advice would you give based on reading that and your other personal experiences? Some of the people like they have a limited beliefs, let's just say I am mm -hmm. not good enough. As someone who is starting out, they may be entering in the industry that may not have any experience in just because they're crazy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what advice would you give them? Like, hey, I know you may have uh, believed that you cannot be profitable or successful in this particular industry, mm -hmm. but do X, Y and Z. And that way your confidence level will go up or increase somewhat. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think the first question you need to ask yourself is why do I process information and think that way about myself? Why do I think that? From my personal experience, I've always grown up as a high achiever. My parents would praise me every time I would get an A or get, you know, achieve this thing and achieve that thing. But when I kind of asked myself why I was like that, why am I somebody who likes to achieve? Why am I like somebody who likes to keep going, keep going? 
um, especially in my last job when I was in mortgage before I decided to become an entrepreneur, I was like climbing the corporate ladder, doing all the things, but I never felt peace. I never felt happy. Any promotion, anything that I would ever achieve, it was never enough. I would sit on the high and be like, yeah, I got a promotion or I got an award or I got an acknowledgement or recognition, but it would last two seconds. And then I'd be like, okay, what's right? What's next? There was no peace for me. And when I sat down and I just asked myself, why, why do I think like this? Why is it never enough? Why do I not feel fulfilled? And I just realized it was because I put all of my identity in the achievements of things. It, every time I achieved something, it was like I was worthy, right? And if I stopped achieving and if I stopped going and I stopped doing, I told myself that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't worthy until I achieved the next thing. I had to come with to peace with myself that I am enough today, whether I achieve this next goal or whatever. Come to peace with yourself today so that you can be better later. That I, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> That's how that, my brain process that for me. That actually makes perfect sense. I'm glad you put it that way because I never even thought about it from that particular point of view. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So tell me a little bit about yourself aside from your first business, whatever. Uh, what are you working yeah. on currently? Yes, I have so many irons in the fire. I don't know if that if you even want to know. All the things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yes, um, I'm a brand and marketing consultant. I am a speaker, a national speaker. I do workshops for sales teams um, to help them brand their individual businesses so that they can generate their own leads. I also uh, am a speaker on stage, so I like to speak to groups to inspire to be authentic and show up authentically online and create an authentic brand. Um, but my major, my big, big major project that's happening right now is I'm the founder of a group called The Good People. And The Good People stemmed from this idea that I had all these clients and all these people who were good decent human beings in my community, right? And all they wanted to do was grow business. And I just wanted to get them together, right? So I started off with a group of 12, just over a year ago, 10 or 12 of us, we got together for what we called a power hour. And we discussed a business building idea, anything from social media, to powerful collaborations, to how to promote your business for free, any sort of business building thing, we would get together for a power hour for one hour, one hour only, and discuss this idea. Um, so oh, after about a year, every month we grow month after month. And now at this point, we have about 50 people that were showing up to our monthly meetings pre-COVID, of course, pre-global pandemic. Um, and it was amazing. It was amazing to see the growth, the energy, and we were all practicing that idea that I was telling you about, about the collaboration economy, generating energy for each other just by learning together, having a, a, a place where we could learn. We didn't have to pretend like all of our businesses were successful and we weren't struggling anywhere. We could come to a place and say, hey, here's an area that I want to be better in business. This is what I want to learn about. And we would learn together. Um, so once COVID hit, we've switched to a digital format. And so now we're meeting for these power hours online. They're totally free. They're once a month. I would love to connect anybody who wants to be a part of power hour to um, discuss 
business building ideas. And yeah, so that's one thing I'm working on. Once you're comfortable with Power Hour and you feel like you're ready and you want to be a leader and you want something more, I we have a program called the Leaders Table. And the Leaders Table are for people who want to be seen as business leaders in their community. They want to be on the podcast. They want to be all over social media. They want photo shoots and they want their, you know, their stuff all over the place. And what we do for people in the leaders table is we really dig deep into the theory of the collaboration economy, how to position these leaders as business leaders in your community by um, promoting the community that you live in, promoting the community projects, services, and events, connecting you to different media channels in your specific community so that you could be a local community leader. And yeah, that's a leveled up program that we have for the good people. It actually is just starting. It's launching on the 27th of May and we're going from there. It's a huge explosive program. So those are the two really big things I've got, I've got going. Yeah. Wow, that, that, that's a great opportunity to anybody. So tell me, yes. first of all, that that's really great. But tell me first, like the first, uh, the, the power hour mm -hmm. of people who are interested in, how can mm -hmm. they go and join that particular yeah, if you just find us on either the Instagram or the Facebook, right now we're at The Good People LLC, at The Good People LLC. Um, all of the events are posted. Um, again, it's the first Monday of every month. We specifically meet on the first Monday of every month with intention. We meet on that day with the idea that we're going to start the month off strong. We're going to learn something and carry that idea through the whole month. So first Monday of every month, we meet at noon. So the, the virtual power hour is at noon central standard time. Um, the link is all on there. You guys find us on the social. It's open to anybody. There's no limitation for um, industry, for what type of job you have, whatever. Anybody who's ready to level up their business and to learn something, all are invited. Oh, that's awesome. I will make sure I put the link in the description or the show notes where people can go join it. And what can someone expect once they join this particular power hour? What, yeah. What, how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, virtually what we're doing right now is uh, we break out into breakout sessions. So then we have a smaller group of people who you can introduce yourself to, um, talk about your business a little bit. Um, we, I really encourage people to talk about the things that they're passionate about your business, but it really isn't a place to sell. You know, there are other avenues, BNIs and chambers where you're upselling yourself and selling your business and asking people for referrals. This is a totally different atmosphere. I mean, obviously we want to know about you as a human, what makes you tick, what you're passionate about, but the focus is um, learning together. Now, what we've learned and what we've seen is that when you make yourself vulnerable enough to say, hey, I want to be better in this area of my business, and other people can see that you're learning and growing and striving, you naturally make genuine connections and you gain business. You grow business that way. So first few, first 15-ish minutes, we're in breakout sessions. And after that, um, it's either me facilitating the business building idea or it's another member of the group talking about a business building idea. So it's never going to be like a sales pitchy, like, this is what I do. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always a learning opportunity for business owners or entrepreneurs, professionals type of situation. Yeah. 
Okay. Is there like well, somebody like, for example, if I want to join your power hour thing, mm -hmm. right? Is there a technology or software that I need to install because everything is virtual or how does that work? Yeah. Right now we're using zoom, but I will oh, okay. say I saw that Facebook has a meetup room that's kind of launching and in test test phase right now. So, I mean, we could go that route since the event is on Facebook already. So gotcha. Whatever's easiest for the people, right? <laughs> is what we're gonna do. That's what I'm saying. The people yeah. listening, like, hey, they may or may not be yes. that technical savvy per se, but most right. of the people mm -hmm. who are listening to this, they are. So right. they might be that one percent. Like, I'm not sure, but I really, really am excited to join. Yeah. This, so what do I need to do? I'm sure you would agree though, Mark. If you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, you need to be on Facebook, no matter Absolutely. how old you're, even if you're like a, a kid, Gen Z, whatever, get on Facebook because that's where the old people with the money are, right? So exactly. <laughs> I think the a billion gazillion people yeah. that are user of the Facebook, they will agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's just get on a little bit on the sidetrack of a personal level. So let's say if you had the option mm -hmm. as far as speak, continue on this technology tangent, mm -hmm. what three technologies that you were like, I need to have this to do this to run my business, what would they be? Three technologies to run my business. Social media. Is social media one technology? Do you think that counts as one technology? I would say, yeah. Let's just say yeah. it is. Social it's just one. So, social media, number one, right? So even after COVID happens, right? Let's say your business COVID happens and you've had a, if you had a digital presence already, if you're somebody who is already utilizing Facebook, Instagram, Social media, I guarantee you, was the way that you were communicating to your clients how they could still support you. If you were a business and you pivoted your business, I'll give you an example. Um, one of my clients is a brewery, right? A, a brewery, and they weren't allowed to have people in their brewery anymore. And so what do you do? They were able to pivot their business to do um, contactless pickup and deliveries. But the, the way that they communicated their new way of business to their clients was through social media, right? Social media is the way they were able to communicate to their following like, hey, we can't have people in our tap room anymore, but you can still order online. You can pick up or we can drop off at your house contact free. So everybody's safe and you have your beer, right? And everybody's good and fine. So I mean, you could do an email marketing campaign, but the, your social media presence, especially for, for them, was the number one way they were able to communicate with their clients. So that's just one example. Um, technology number two, email campaigns. I know email seems like so old and icky, but email has is still huge. You still have to have an email to sign into your social media platform, right? So, I mean, people that are like, emails are going to go away. I don't believe that. You you have to have an email to like sign I, up for things. I, I really don't think email is going to go anywhere yeah. because like, for example, if you book a hotel room, you book a flight, what is the worst, what is the number one thing they're going to do? They're going to send you an email, a confirmation email. So it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So yes, building an email um what is it lead generation thing? I'm not the most techie savvy person when it comes to that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but I do know that that has been is instrumental for me in connecting with my current clients with adding value to my clients. So email is my number two for sure. And number three, digital platform. I think the Google, you know, the Google analytics and all those things that I don't totally understand. 
I just partner with somebody who, who does understand that. My digital, he, I call him a digital technologist. His name's Jeremy. I'd love to give you his contact information because he's a genius if you ever need digital technology strategy things. <laughs> but he knows my strategy and he helps me carry that through. So if you're, that's the thing about an entrepreneur, right? You don't need to know everything, but you need to know like a little bit about enough to kind of move your way around. You build your team of people around you. That's exactly. what normal is for me. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like the, the number one thing that I tell people, everybody, and coach as an entrepreneur, you got to be really, 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 really good at delegating because yeah. you don't need to know a lot of stuff, but you need to know what you need to get and who you can yeah. give it to. Who's an expert matter in that? Exactly, expert people person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. So, tell me some of the thing that you would like to work on in the future. Let's say five years or now. That you'd be like, if I get to that level, that'd be amazing. What, what oh, I love it. We're dreaming right now. I love it. I have so many ideas. Where do I even begin? Okay, so I think that if five years from now, the one thing that I would love to have happen is that I would love for my brand to be known as an entrepreneurship accelerator, like an idea accelerator. So the good people right now, I'm working on a, fun, a sales funnel basically for if you have an idea, you come to the good people and we take you from idea to launch. So I have a lot of people in my, in, in the good people kind of system already that I connect them to. I'm the ideas person in my local community. If you have an idea, like you, everybody just knows to send that person to me because I'm such a hype person. If you have an idea, I will never tell you it's a bad idea. I will just give you all the resources to test it out, right? To just try it. So um, if I, if my brand can be known as the accelerator for people who want to just put their ideas into action, that would be it. I would love to be speaking on stages all over the world instead of just all over the country. I'd like to be everywhere helping people build their businesses, telling people that they can do it too. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of people who are just like me, like who didn't know that normal people could start a business, didn't know that normal people could be entrepreneurs, right? So five years from now, that's definitely where I would like to see myself and my brand. Awesome. Well, can you share an example? How do you help normal people start their business? Just out of curiosity. Yes. Yes. I, I think there's something about the energy of the good people that just gives people the, um, what's the word? Gives people the, they're comfortable coming out and speaking their ideas out loud. Sometimes it's like you have these ideas in your head and you're almost scared to say them or embarrassed. You think somebody's going to laugh at you or you think some something is like too weird to share. Um, there's something about the energy of the good people that kind of lets people relax and say, hey, you know, I can say this idea out loud. And that's the first step. This Saying the idea out loud forces a specific type of clarity from you that you may not have if you just keep the idea in your head. Now, once that idea is spoken out loud and you say, okay, I'm ready to take the leap. I'm ready to go and to give it a try. I plug you into a business formation specialist. And this business formation specialist, his name is Kent, and he happens to be a really good friend of mine and one of my mentors. He's been one of the people that I was just telling you about, Mark, that keeps me on track and makes sure I stay, you know, focused on what I need to do. Kent does that for everybody. Kent kind of listens and understands where you want to be. 
she helps you formate your business. So do all the LLC and all of that, you know, like fancy legal stuff to be an actual business. She helps you build a strategic plan based on your goals. She helps you determine a budget or a financial plan. And then she gives you a general marketing plan. Now, once you have that general marketing plan, you come to me, right? And I'm a branding marketing consultant. I kind of help you figure out where you need to be. And I plug you in with my um, technology strategist, Jeremy. And we tell you what platforms you need to be on, what Google things you need to do, all of that stuff. And then we help you launch. And that's kind of the process that we have set up. Um, yeah. And it's so fun. It's so fun to watch people take the leap, right? It's so fun to be there holding their hand. I wish I had somebody like that for me, right? I wish I had somebody who was like, here's the map, Mandy. Here, here are all the steps that you need to take. And so I'm so excited to be that opportunity for somebody else. And I just hope that it inspires people to take the leap and to just give it a try. And I think in, in a good way, you may not even realize it. it's a good thing that you were not in position somebody who handed you that. That's why you are able to do what you couldn't have it done for you. And that's why people love the way you are and the way you, I think your energy level is amazing. I love the energy. I appreciate that. I get that a lot. <laughs> and I bet it's not the coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, no coffee. Well, I, there is coffee in me, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely love the energy. I love the good people, uh, the power hour. That's amazing. And then uh, if there's one thing you could recommend to somebody that you're like, hey, just do one thing and you will get a lot further in life, mm -hmm. in business or in life, take your pick. What would that be? I think the one piece of advice that I would have for, for people, besides simply just to go, to jump, because that I think that piece of advice is out there. You just need to take the jump. The one thing that I would say for people is to stop and ask yourself why. Like, why am I scared? What is it that's holding me back? And I would, I would encourage you to speak it out loud, to say what it is out loud. Because fear lives in the silence, like fear lives in the dark, fear lives when you're not saying it out loud. And when you can call it out and say, I'm holding myself back because I'm scared what people will think. I'm scared that I'll be embarrassed. Then you can see like, that's dumb, right? That's so, I, why am I letting that fear hold me back? But it isn't until you actually say it out loud that you can call it out for what it is. You keep it inside and you keep it in the dark, you will hold yourself back from moving forward. Yeah, I, I love, I'm so glad you brought that up because I love that idea of speaking it out loud mm -hmm. because I think if you think about it from a psychology point of view, anything, you speak it out loud, it programs your brain and it holds you accountable for whatever you say. Let's say if mm -hmm. I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, tomorrow, if you don't wake up, you're going to start to feel bad. Yeah. But if you do wake up, your confidence level goes a little higher. So true. I'm so glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So cool. So many. so far we have had amazing time together. And what would you recommend if, if, I was 18 years old and I got this entrepreneurial life bug and I'm like, hey, I need to do something to make money in a month. Yeah. What can I do to make money? Like, let's just say 100 bucks in one month. How do I do get that 100 bucks? Man, start a lemonade, 100 bucks. You can do so much to make $100. Right? You would think it. I'm like, I'm 18. I have no experience. I'm just yeah. out of high school. Like, what do I do? Yeah. 
That's such a great question. I think that what happens is that at least what I've seen with this generation, I I love it. This gener this Gen Z or whatever generation is after me. I'm a millennial. But it's right, Z is after, right? These kids. <laughs> these kids coming up, there's like a hustle inside of them, right? They kids right. these kids like love money and they love to hustle. It's kind of fun to watch. There is like an entrepreneur energy to them. I would say like stop focusing on the money, man. Like the first thing is like Ask yourself, what do I want to do? What is fun for me? What am I good at? What am I talented at? I mean, there are literally kids making money off of playing video games and like posting it on YouTube or like drawings or art or talking about like nerd things like Pokemon and you know, like whatever. So it really is just ask yourself, like, what is it that I am naturally talented at? What do I enjoy? What sparks me? Because what draws people in is not the product. It's energy right and energy comes from passion people are like magnetized they want to see they want to see the passion i think i'm like scrolling through tiktok right i'm watching all these things and i think what's attractive is like when people get excited when they're excited about something or have you ever like scrolled youtube and you watch somebody who's so passionate about something so bizarre so you'll watch the video because they're just like eh, you know so excited about the thing I think that's all it takes is finding it within your 18 years old. What is it that I love to do? And if you don't know that what that is, try all of the things, try a bunch of things and figure it out. That's your first step. Stop worrying about the money. Stop worrying about the money. Try all the things and figure out what makes you happy. What brings you joy and do that. Yeah. That's a great advice, but how often do you think 18 year old will listen to advice? Like, I want a hundred dollars. What do I do, Mandy? What do I do? You know? I don't know, yeah. I don't, but I do agree with you. Listen. Yeah, but, yeah. No, no, I agree with you. Like, stop thinking, stop thinking about the money because as you and I and everybody who's who's been in this game for a long time in the entrepreneurial life, we both know long term, if you focus on the money, you're gonna go get nowhere. So mm -hmm. people who are young, 18, 20 years old, like I know. You want to make money because once upon a time I was at the age too. Mm -hmm. All I care about is give me the hundred dollars because once I figure out how to make a hundred dollars, I can replicate the process and make the thousand dollars. But the key is you want to make a hundred dollars in long term investment, meaning mm -hmm. figure out what you are happy about, like Maddie said, and then turn around, do the thing. It might take you about a few weeks, month, depending on what kind of person you are, mm -hmm. how passionate you are. Once you figure out what you are really, really good at, and the good test I will tell you, like, if somebody wakes you up in the middle of the night and asks you, how do I do X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. And if you can answer that, that's what you're good at. Oh, that's, that's an that interesting is, way to see it. I like I that. I think I might be biased because I got my first job when I was 14 years old. I used to work at Krispy Kreme. Do you know what Krispy Kreme is? Yeah, that was my first job. Yes. As you know, and making money has never been an issue for me i've always been able to make money it's i don't know if it's just a mindset thing or whatever and making money has never been an issue but i was in mortgage banking making all the money had the house the cars all the things that i wanted but again i didn't have any peace i was so stressed i started stuttering because i was so stressed right and i didn't get to see my family ever i didn't have time for any fun things or friends it was just not i didn't feel any peace at all and so who cares if you have all the money and all the things if it's not you don't have peace and you don't have happiness and you don't have joy it literally means nothing so find the things that make you happy and the rest will come i promise i know it <laughs> you're spoken like a true professional and a seasoned entrepreneur <laughs>
Because <laughs> everybody who's like first started, like, I want the money, I want the money, I want the yeah. money. Once they yeah. have the money, like, what's the next thing? The health, the mm-hmm. relationship, the mm-hmm. kids, and you know, that's the stages you go through. But you know, as, yeah. once, once you get to the ladder further down, like, money's not important. I know how to make money. That's right. That's like, you know, $100 for the job, <laughs> right? Yours. If that's all you want, I mean, easy. Go get a job. No big deal. But if you really want to build a life that you're proud of and that you can make an impact and that makes you happy, you got to start with the joy first. Exactly. And the joy will give you freedom and freedom will give you choices. And in turn, it's a circle all around it. And the more you do it, the more you happier you are, the more freedom you have, the more joy you have and blah, 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 blah. You got it. And you're like, I'm 70 years old. I feel like I'm only 20. Like I have never worked a day in my life. Yeah. That's the dream, right? Yep. All yep. right, cool. All right, Manny. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a truly pleasure. I love your energy and I love everything you share here. So I want to give you the stage final minutes to share any and everything that you would like to have my audience listen to it or be venture out, whether it be the podcast or whether it be anything else you want to do is the floor is all yours. I love it. Thank you again, Mark, for having me. I've had so much fun just chatting with you too, man. This has been such a great time. Um, I would love, if you're out there listening and you have an idea or you want to level up, I would love it if you reached out to me on any social channel, the Instagram and Facebook are my favorite right now. So at Mandy Moon Consulting, reach out to me, tell me your idea. Tell me your idea. I'd love to breathe energy into it. I'd love to connect you to any resources to get you to the next level or to help you, support you in any way that I can. But reach out to me on the socials and let's make it happen for you. That is awesome. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We'll see you.